Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, spearfishing extraordinaire. Lobster Diver and Emmy-nominated sports analyst, Whoa. Lee J. Doosbull, <laughs> with my guys, two-time Super Bowl champ, a guy that went over 150 yards rushing in a damn blizzard, and new host of Speaks on FS1, my guy, LaShawn Shady McCoy. And Mr. All-Decade. Two-time Emmy-nominated sports analyst and future Hall of Famer receiver. Oh, Brandon, yeah, look at his face, Shady boss face. man, Marshall. <laughs> I saw what? your face, though, Shady. I saw, I saw your face. I, hey, hit what? my button. Hit my button. Hit my button. <laughs> What's his button? Sean, hit it for him. Hit him for Sean. What? <laughs> but guess what, though? Can I get a button made, too? Because I made the same face when, when dude said two-time Super Bowl champ. Like, do you really count the Tampa one? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes, you know I, I like yes, to I get do. messy. <laughs> ring, ring, what you say? Ring, ringing things, ringing things, uh, Shady. Hey, 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 dudes. Hey, look, I'll wait. Out of the last ten Super Bowls, they've been running back better than me. I'll wait. <laughs> I let him go. No, hey, Shady. I did always want to ask you this question, bro, because I don't know if you know this, Brandon. Like, when it's so, how many games did you play in in, in the snow, B Marsh? Um. Man, I can't count, dudes. Damn, I played 13 years. You're going to ask me how many times I'm I just, played in snow? You usually remember those days. No, you don't. How many Shit. times you played in snow? Like four? Like four. You don't even know that <laughs> real number. No, nah, but like, it, was, I, I, it was a couple. I asked Shady that question because, like, you know how the, the traction is terrible in the snow, right? Right. But for some reason, Shady McCoy in the damn snow, I think it was two or three games, he went for, like, over 150 in both of those games. So I wanted to ask you, Shady, did you wear, like, screw-ins? Like, like bro, what was... What like how come you had traction and nobody else on the other on the field had damn traction? You know, God just he really oh, touched my, my my Achilles. He had touched my, my my toes, my heels. He touched my feet. Oh my God. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> so dudes, I don't have people ask me this all the time, and I don't have no super like long uh, um, a message for you. It's just that God touched me and you know, hey man, look, God did. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no there was no special shoes, there was none of that. Nah, I'm just nice, bro. On any just grass, turf, snow, hell, sleep, it don't matter. It don't matter. Just come on, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't the other guy you talking to. It's your boy. All right, real talk, real talk. How? Give us an update on Speak for Yourself FS1. This is your mm. second week. How's it going? Um, what's been fun about it? Give us an update. It feels, it feels good. You know, just uh, the numbers are up. That's what really matters, right? The numbers are up. 
not saying because I'm on there, but the numbers are up in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's been fun, though. It is a little different. Up? How do you know the numbers are up? They look at it every day. They look at it every day. And, and like, to me, I'm new to, like, the real TV TV. So that's, like, the one thing they talk about. Oh, Shady, the numbers are up. I wanted to say I told you so, but I didn't say that. <laughs> but I like I like one thing I love from I am athlete that I'm starting to see um with FS1 with 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 um speak is like I like the people I work with. Like I love coming on the show, talking to B, talking to dudes, you know, Pac-Man, sometimes Ash. I like that. <laughs> Over there it's the same thing. So it's it's been a lot of fun, man, and I, and I truly like it. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. man. So y'all, let's go. Yeah, for, for and sure. it's and it's double paychecks. If you're really asking, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the bread, shady. All about the moolah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and jump into the show. We got a really good one today, man. LeBron James said he's going to get a workout in no matter where he is, and that's including a yacht in Italy. We'll talk about that. We'll give you our picks and locks. We know Shady's big in the gambling world for this week's NFL season two coming up on this show and Joe Flacco will be the starter going forward for the New York Jets even though <laughs> he, he forgot he, he was like yeah it's like a, what? okay where we going <laughs> Joe Flacco will be the starter according to Robert Sala even though he had a struggle versus the Baltimore Ravens in week one and he will not be on a short lease versus the Cleveland Browns we'll discuss that but first Former Mississippi governor helped Brett Favre obtain funds for a volleyball center. Now, an investigative report by Mississippi Today revealed that former Mississippi governor Phil Bryant helped former NFL quarterback Brett Favre obtain welfare funds in order to help build a new volleyball Mm. center at the University of Southern Miss. That is where Brett Favre went to school. The news organization revealed text messages from 2017 and 2019 that were filed Monday in the state of Mississippi civil lawsuit over misspent welfare funds. The texts were filed by an attorney representing Nancy New, who has already pled guilty to 13 felony counts of bribery, fraud, and racketeering for her role in the welfare scheme. Now, the texts show Favre, New, and Bryant discussing how to divert at least $5 million in welfare funds to build a volleyball stadium at Southern Miss. Far played football at Southern Miss, and his daughter was a volleyball player there at the time of some of these text messages when they when they, when they were sent. Favre texts, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Favre asked that in 2017. Now, Brett Favre, um, his lawyer had come out, Brett, Bud Holmes, denied. he said he denied to Mississippi Today that the former quarterback knew and received welfare funds. This is what he had to say about Brett Favre in this situation, he said, Brett Favre has been honorable throughout this whole thing. Holmes told the news organization Favre had told the outlet in 2020 that he did not discuss the volleyball stadium project with Bryant. Now, B. Marsh, what do you make of this whole situation with Brett Favre, you know, allegedly being paid or getting funds, you know, welfare funds, you know, taken away from people who actually need that money and then sent to Southern Miss to make a volleyball uh, arena, essentially? Um. My takeaway is that it 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 that is uh Brett Favre is part of the majority, right? Oh wow, he's part of the majority. Like, are we shocked? Are we surprised that Brett Favre is a part of fraud? Isn't that the world we live in? Isn't that America? Yeah, I'm surprised. It's I'm Brett surprised. Favre, our, I'm definitely surprised. Our Hall of Fame quarterback for the 
the Green Bay Packers. Oh, he's probably one of the best throws of the football to ever walk this earth. Like, are we surprised? Like, we I'm see this all surprised. the time. Like, no, I'm not surprised. It's Brett Favre. Look at the shit that he says. He does Look at say some whatever. of the things that he <laughs> Like, I mean, like, like, I'm not perfect. But when it comes to this, when it comes to fraud, like, I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, this man's made over a mil, a hundred mil in the NFL. And for you. How much has Trump made? Yeah, you're right about that. And how, how many yeah. times he's trying to beat the system and take advantage of the system. But take to take yeah, funds, but. misappropriate funds for people that actually need it, that are, you know, correct. Well, impoverished. Yes. And what know. I'm not I'm not saying that it's OK. Yes. What I'm not saying that. But why are we acting like this shit doesn't happen all the time? You're saying this Look is, at what this happened with COVID-19 relief. Look what's happening you know, PPP with PPP loans was out of control. Right. Yeah. Come on, man. People taking advantage of the system all the time. So it happens to be one of the best. Uh, throws of the football that the NFL has ever seen. Now his skeleton is just coming out the closet. Damn sure are. Shady, what do you think about this whole situation? I, I, I'm disappointed, man. I, I, I'm a big, huge Brett Favre fan. I was going to say, right? you and defended just, him last time. Uh, he's, I'm yeah, like, who's talking I'm, about? He's talking crazy somebody. Listen, man, I, I never really judge people. So, because, you know, I've done things in my life that I'm not proud of. And people love to judge, right? God could hear someone on Twitter or Instagram and they, oh, he did, he did it. Finally, he never did it, did it. And then nobody cares about it. So I never really judged. But when the, when the facts came out, man, and all the evidence, I, I can't believe it because like, like you're taking money from the people that really need it. Like, like, yeah. oh, the welfare, for example, first of all, everybody talking about how in Mississippi where, where the water's bad in certain areas, right? Well, not, not for the, not for the rich. They don't, they're not going through that. They, they drinking good water, man. And, and and the ones that's not, it's like yo, little systems and government assistance that they have for for different people for these things for these reasons, and it's killing me that that a guy like that. First of all, you made a hundred and hundred plus million dollars yeah. football. We're not even talking about all the endorsements, all the jeans they. Them corny jeans they be having, the, <laughs> <brand new ones. laughs> the knee bandages and all that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like yo, you you bro, you talking about five million dollars and, and like. I'm a guy that does a lot in the communities, right? So I know how things work. So first of all, hey, you might put up out of, I don't know, 30%, 20% of your money down, right, to, to, to build this 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 thing for your daughter, um, for the volleyball. Was it volleyball, right? Right, volleyball. So my thing is, okay, you, there's so many different grants, so many different programs that help you to fund these things. Why are you taking it from welfare, though? Like People that, that actually need that's, the money. Because that, that's how this that's that's crazy, how man. was built. That's a, that's how this You're country was built, built on the backs of the broken, on the backs of you said you saying that, but there's ways you can do it though, Brandon. Like I like, understand like, that. Know. All I'm saying is, why do we act surprised when 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 things like this come out? Uh, uh, you know, with some of our greatest entertainers and athletes, like you know, this is this is this is what they do. I think. This is word. what some of them, this not is not e- not everybody. everybody. Is a, and this is going to go to the next segment too. And, and, and when we when we talk about uh, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, everybody's out there doing what's best for them, man. That's what happens. I was so say- I'm not surprised. It's just like for me the reaction. Like, oh my goodness, why would he do that? Come on, man. Yeah, Please. use the word surprise, and you're right, man. We shouldn't be surprised now because this is the norm in America. But I think the word, you know. That comes to mind, and Shady, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Disappointment, man. Like, like, why, why are you doing this? Like, again, I get it, Brandon. People are trying to get over it anyway. They can't, if you know, you know, you know, 
is, you know, common law and common knowledge is you never want to use your own personal money for stuff, right? You're going to try to always get money from other places if you can do that. But again, this is like the poorest state in the United States that you're taking money away from. Shady, you made Nobody's a great point. It's the, it's the poorest. The poorest. Yeah, but you're making a great point, too. The water situation down there. Like, basic drinking water, water to take a bath. Like, this, this state is struggling with that right now, B. And you're taking funds away from, again, the poorest state. Yeah, I remember in the, remember in the what United happened States. in Hollywood? All the, the actors, you know, scheming to get their kids in USC, right? In these colleges, yeah. right? Like, why are they? Why did they do that? But I think you still. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that's a little, that's a little different. A little different. That's a little different. Hey, man, it's, it's away about from... what's your moral compass is about. Just... That's... Yeah, but more, but more, I, I, I can't lie to you. Like, um, that's something right there, right? <laughs> just being honest. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if my son, well, granted, my son's a lot more smarter than them kids, it sounds like. But if, if my son couldn't get, if, if my son couldn't get to a good school, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He really wanted to go to USC. His dad had some some finance, had some money, and I had to pay some. See, the thing is, you don't understand is that the, the parents didn't know the whole scheme. They just say, "Yo, if I pay this much money, yeah. your son can go through the back door." I would, do I would do that. I would do that. But 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 this is what I won't do. I would pay extra for my son to get through the back door. But what I won't do is I won't steal and 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 and, and do something like that. See, you know, taking they, funds they, from people that really need it. I won't do that. The money would come from my pocket. <laughs> but no, I get you know what I'm saying though. Come on, the money would come from my pocket. Yeah. It won't be coming from from uh, uh um um welfare and all. It won't yeah. come from not be come from my pocket. Come from a charity or something like that. Like again, now get I, in there. Now get in there, son. Make me proud. As far as the moral compass, right? Wrong is wrong and right is right. But again, those those people are still paying funds to that university to get their kids in. I mean, if if this comes out and this 100 percent true, like Brett Favre essentially stole money from a welfare um, account that, you know, He's healthy people that are impoverished and low income homes to so the fund is uh, volleyball arena for Southern Miss. So, I mean, I just I think it's wrong, man. Um, I can't again. Uh, it is the word, the word surprise isn't, you know, isn't there. But disappointment is 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 the word, because, again, we talked about this man's made over 100 something million dollars. This is I Am Athlete. Tonight, I am your host, Lee Shea Doosable, with my guys, Brandon Marshall and LaShawn Shady McCoy. And we were talking about the Brett Favre situation with the Southern Miss and the well, uh, welfare account and him potentially um, having, you know, took some money from the welfare potentially account. Potentially, he did it. Uh, there's text messages, but I mean, you know, everybody's doing their day in court and everything. So I'm not going to say it. he did it without knowing for a fact that it's 100 percent that that's what he did. But we're going to go ahead and push this conversation forward and talk about Pete Carroll. And saying the win over Russell Wilson was rewarding to former Seahawk players. Now, Pete Carroll appeared on 710 ESPN Radio in Seattle and was asked whether the 17 to 16 victory over Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos was validating. This is what Pete Carroll had to say. I didn't need the validation. I just wanted it. I just wanted to win. You know, I wanted to win for every, all of the reasons that, that, that come along with this one. Uh, maybe as much as anything is representing the guys that have played before. It meant a lot to those guys. And uh, um, I was so thrilled to, to be able to hug those guys up and see them and look them in the eye. And, Why did and, it mean and, so and much show. to them? Yeah, you figure that out. They, they, um, but it was really meaningful, and they really wanted it. And uh, I knew we were playing for a lot more than just the regular stuff. Now, there's a lot to really dissect in that, you know, little clip that we just played of Pete Carroll talking about why 
he wanted this win for the former players. Now, he didn't even talk about the current players on the roster. He said the former players, I guess, that were there with Russ and some of the players that were on the sideline that came back for the season opener were Marshawn Lynch, wide receiver Doug Ball, and defensive end Cliff Averill, linebacker K.J. Wright, and then uh, Richard Sherman was also right. on the sideline too. Brandon, just hearing Pete Carroll, right? First of all, what were your thoughts? And then I locked in on these words, right? He said, I wanted it to win for all the reasons that came along with with this this win this win meant and then he said he asked the dude why did this mean so much to you p carroll he was like i'll let you figure that out right what do you think about that um again talked about brett Favre. now we're talking about coach pete carroll um the word that jumps out to me is selfish right like people are going to do what's best for them always um that's why i always talk to athletes tell the athletes look do what's best for you you know, at the end of the day, this is a business. You know, Russ probably went back and forth for six, seven months. Hell, maybe even two years thinking about, should I leave Seattle? I love the, the oh, we I know love it was at least two Seattle. years. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it was, I, I, it was hard. It's hard for a lot of athletes because, oh, the relationships that I have, this means so much more than, than just football. Football is family. Man, football is fucking business, man. Mm. And, and, and so, like, th- these comments, um, it doesn't sit right with me. Uh, because uh, I went through a recruiting process twice with Coach Pete Carroll. 2010, when I was up and I went from the Denver Broncos to the Miami Dolphins, Pete Carroll stood up and, you know, he made a, a significant offer. He really wanted me. And then we built the, and established a, a strong relationship there. I can text Coach Carroll right now. He'll probably text me back and text his son. He'll probably call me back and text the general manager, Snyder. He'll probably text me back. My last cup of tea, real cup of tea, was with the Seattle Seahawks. I never forget when they brought me into uh, my meeting, we put on film and he said, Brandon, why, why does it seem like your energy or something feels a little different when you play against Darrell Revis and Antonio Cromartis than these other guys? And I said, well, coach, you know, I got to be honest with you. You know, when I'm playing against Darrell Revis, you know, it's Darrell Revis. So, like, I may put in a couple more hours Right. Mm. Like I may need to do a little bit more because I'm playing against the Revis. And for him, he looked at me, he said, that's the wrong mindset. He said, a game is just a game, mm. no matter who you're playing against. That's facts. This is, and this is what he preached to his team every single day. Yeah. So now you're contradicting yourself. Why is this game? It was personal. Like it's personal. Yeah. Why? Why? It's just another game. Right. You just wanted to get the win. So you're contradicting yourself by saying any game that we play. No matter if it's a preseason, if it's a Super Bowl, no matter who you're playing, who we're coaching against, yeah. it's just another game. That's what he preaches yeah. every single day. Not just to me in that one little private meeting. It's he literally everybody. says that. Right. Mm. And then you come out and say this like to me, it, it, it was a low blow. It it, it 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 shows who he truly is. Oh, wow. No, if think about it. It's manipulation. You come in and I'm trying to get these guys to move. I want these guys to do this on defense. I want these guys to do this on offense. But at the end of the day, Pete Carroll cares about one thing, and that's Pete Carroll and his agenda. For you to go out there and bash a quarterback or talk about a, your quarterback this way when he's done so much for you over the last 10 years is disgusting to me, right? It really is. Now, is Russell Wilson, was he the only one out there? No, we know about the Legion of Boom. We know about uh, Pete Carroll's leadership skills, 
But at the end of the day, that man did a lot for your team, and he's won a lot of games, and he's dug y'all ass out a lot of holes as mm. well. Pull up those two-minute and those fourth-quarter comebacks and tell me if you guys would have had the success y'all did when y'all had the Legion of Boom if he wasn't there. Well, th- this is what I'll say, and Shady, I'll bring you in in a second. Um, there have been reports recently that have come out, right, that, you know, Russ came out and said or said to a certain people that he felt like he couldn't be a top-five quarterback if he stayed with the Seattle Seahawks. So. From that standpoint, right, Brandon, if you look at the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, like that's a reflection on him, right? Because he's the one that puts the staff together. He's the one that puts the offensive staff, the defensive staff together, right? Um, so if you're looking at it from that point of view, I can see why it was maybe a little personal for him. I think he, that was Bush League for him to come out and say that on a radio show. Yeah, like, you keep that to yourself, right? You don't have to come out because Russ has actually been quiet. He hasn't really said too much. Now, he did ask for the trade, Um I mean, whether that's they tried to trade Russell Wilson three years ago, fucking to the Buffalo Bills. They've been trying to trade Russell Wilson. (laughs) They didn't even think Russell knew. They've been trying to do that. They've been trying to trade even before they paid him. But nobody knows that, huh? Yeah, they didn't want to pay him the money. They tried to trade him. Well, you got to think at the time when they paid him the first time, it really was the run game and the defense. That's fine. That's fine. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with how they won the first Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. A lot of teams win the Super Bowl that way. Play good defense and run the ball. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to look at how many fourth quarter comebacks did he have that year? I have to go back and see that. You talking about the Super Bowl year? Yes. Did he have any? What you mean? Did he have anything? (laughs) That's how he became Mr. Clutch, bro. Hell, I, that that first year I play, I was in Chicago. They came back and beat us. Yeah, and Russell came and marched down the field. The fr- freaking first time he was handed the ball. Come on, go yeah. watch the film. But uh, I talked to my to my good friend and draft classmate. I say draft classmate. I didn't get drafted, but we both came out in 08. Cliff Averill, right? We both came out the same class. Um, stayed really close with Cliff throughout the years. We both started this game together and retired the same exact year in the league. And I asked him about this because there were comments coming out. Uh, you know, recently up leading up into this Monday night game that, you know, guys on the defense were kind of perturbed with how Pete Carroll would treat the defense when they had an off game, not even a bad game, just an right. off game um, in team meeting rooms. But Russ would have a terrible game and he would say nothing to Russell Wilson. And this is what Cliff told me. He was like, he's like, I think it's weird that all this is coming out. He was like, dudes, like how many you know times have you been on a team and the quarterback really never gets called out in meetings? He was like, that's yeah. just what it is. Like I had a coach tell us once everybody's treated the same. Not everybody's treated fairly. Right. Or no, everybody's treated fairly, but not everybody's treated the same. Mm-hmm. So essentially like he was like, I played with Matt Stafford. And like when he had bad games, like the coach never called him out. And team means he's like, I, you know, that's all I know. So he was like, when it happened with Russ, he was like, I was just talking it up to, you know, he's the quarterback. You don't want the quarterback, you know, mentally getting messed up. So, you know, the coach ain't going to say anything to him. And, you know, I sat back, and really that, you know, dissected what he was saying. I was like, damn, that makes a lot of sense because I go back. Now, I didn't play with a lot of good quarterbacks in my career, but I go back to even college. Well, it's different for us in college because O'Leary went off Listen, on Tom Brady, Tom Brady He's is the, the only, only quarterback. quarterback. Exactly. The, only, the <laughs> only really good quarterback or great quarterback that's ever been called out in the team meeting for real. And that's because it's Belichick. That's it. Right? And no other quarter. So I'm like, quarterbacks get treated different than everybody else anyway. So I, I get what he's saying. I just thought it was weird that a lot of this you know, information just started trickling out, you know, literally the week leading up to this game. Now, I don't know if that was on purpose of maybe getting Russell's head. And, you know, what you weren't here yesterday, but we talked about it. What What do you think about the fans booing him when he came out? I mean, I think it's part of football. 
Mm. Right? Like, I think it's part it's of football. It's not so much for Seattle. Yeah, and that, that was extremely strong, but that was the 12s, man. Like, what do you yeah. expect, right? Like, Sorry, it's a rabid fan base. And, for and sure. again, I, I think this is um, this is the perfect example for athletes to understand that they love you for the position you play, but not you. Yeah, as soon as you leave, they on to the Just next. two weeks ago, Sierra and his foundation were right there on the grounds in Seattle, yeah. still giving back and in the community well just no literally in just two weeks ago yeah like you you know what they've done over the last 10 years in that community right and how many lives they've saved how much money they've given away how many organizations can you hear me place yeah we hear you oh it's on, it's like, on, it's do, on. You, do you do, do you guys not remember that and yeah. then boom you go to another team and you get booed so this shows you that guys Stop taking it so personal and understand that it's business. It's business, yeah. It's business. Say, I'll let you get in uh, real quick because we didn't get to hear from you. I think we're having some technical difficulties. But just talking about Pete Carroll's comments, man, what, what did you make of all that? I mean, I, I, I'm not going to go that hard like, like Brandon. He's about to, like, cry over there. Like, this is my <laughs> thing, right? <clears throat> I just think that, like, like if I play for a team and our best player, or let's say I'm a running back, so let's say my, my, my the best tackle, right, the best lineman, he wants to leave. So he leaves. Now we're still friends. I still got love for him. But hey, he leaves. I want to be him. And I'm 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 frustrated that he left. That's that's natural. That's normal. Like people have emotions, people have feelings. It's nothing wrong with that. He didn't say nothing bad about Russ. He didn't say nothing bad about him. He just said, look, I want to beat him. It was kind of basically it was kind of personal. I wanted to beat him. I, I didn't want him to leave. I didn't want my captain of my team, this the winner of my the best offensive weapon, in my opinion, and and Seattle franchise history is leaving. And I'm upset about it. A lot of guys, I feel like with, with Russell Wilson, they hate on him. I, I seen Richard Sherman, you know, uh, you know his comments about him. I didn't like it because it's like, yo, this dude won you games. Like, this dude got you a championship. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, I feel like people, don't, they don't get a lot of credit for the games that he's, he, he won. So let's say the defense. The, the Legion of Boom was super, like, amazing. Okay, and yeah. they win a lot of games, but Legendary. the quarterback gets more of the attention than the defense. Same thing with the Jimmy G's. Like he's not that good, but his defense is crazy. And I feel like a lot of them guys, they they take offense to it. Like they, they're not getting attention and Russ is getting it and they don't like it. They always make the little small comments, but I hate that because this is our brother. He's winning games for us, he's winning games with us. It's our quarterback. That's how the NFL is made. It's made on the quarterback. No matter how good, not bad. If they win a game, the quarterback, he gets all the praise. They lose, it's the deep, it's the quarterback's fault. That's Listen, how the game people, is played. It's deep, it's deep rooted stuff there, right? We've if you go back, if you can if you guys can recall the banter and the back and forth between the defense and offense yeah. for years when the Legion Boom was was there, they're still intact, right? The defense never liked the offense. Mm. And the offense was just like there, right? You just had a couple <laughs> guys that, you know, fought back, and that was like Doug Baldwin, and you Pretty had much. Percy Harvin. But at the end of the day, like, the defense hated the offense. The only person that they really liked on the offensive Marshawn. side was Marshawn That's Lynch. <laughs> All Carroll, the defensive players love Marshawn. Because they were scared of him. Because they were scared of him. Let's, let's keep it real. Because the way that Sherman talks crazy to, to players, he won't do that with, with, with Marshawn. Because... The result would be the same thing Trent Williams did to him in the, after the game. So certain dudes they they play with a guy like Russell ain't gonna talk back, ain't gonna argue back. And, you know he's gonna take it. Yo, they, they had a thing where I won't get into details, but Percy Harvey's one of my good friends, and in Seattle they were doing stuff they shouldn't be doing to Russell. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. 
Only person that stood up for him, because Russell won't stand up for himself. He's a good guy. Percy Percy Harvey stood up for him. So they they like they they love to bully somebody that ain't gonna do nothing back. They love that. Yeah. Couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been Brandon. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of quarterbacks, be um our guy Gino. I know, you know, Shady gonna hate because he was hating yesterday. Was he? I'm not I'm not hating. (laughs) <laughs> no, I say, I say, I say, yeah, he played a solid played game, bro. 180, 180 yards is ninety five, no, bro. Why you keep shortchanging? Okay, one hundred, one hundred ninety ninety yards is that's that's cool. Two tugs, okay. Twenty three or twenty eight, efficient. Mm. Worked high school stuff. Oh, I'm happy he won the game. I'm happy he got a chance to win. But that's high school stuff. Flowers, that's Marsh. Give Gino his flowers. He played Real well. I get the break though. He was sharp. He was yeah. crisp. He played well, and I'm happy for him. Um, I just want him to stay humble because it's a long season. And you can be humble really quickly. Humble? You think he got arrogant off of that game? What? What he said? Hit my, hit my button. Hit my button. He did. <laughs> what? Hit, bro, you can't get cocky off 180 yards. What did he say? They tried to write me off. I ain't right back. Right. Like, come on. Like, that, that, I mean, like, ours. I mean, that's 180 yards. Eight. That ain't even like. Yeah, we got. We got. <laughs> good. Gino looked really good. He looked good. I'm Bruce Murray, host of the replay, Sports on the Big Screen. Now let me ask you: Is there anything better than the perfect sports movie? Watching Rudy run onto the field or Jimmy Chitwood take the final shot? You know the ending, but you still feel something that's nearly impossible to replicate. On my new podcast, we're taking a deep look at your favorite sports movies and the real stories behind them. You can find the replay, Sports on the Big Screen, on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, O. Alize Dusbo, with my guys, Omar Kelly and LaShawn Shady McCoy. Shout out to the Jets Radio on Sirius XM for that final call, the Jets and the Ravens game this past Sunday. And Joe Flacco is set to start week two. Now, Joe Flacco, who started for the injured, Zach Wilson, will remain in the lineup Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Coach Robert Sala said this on Wednesday. He said he never seriously considered a change, even though he created some doubt on Monday during this press conference. Now, back up Mike White. Mm-hmm. Mike effing White is more like it. 
is a fan favorite for the New York Jets because he threw for 405 passing yards versus Cincinnati Bengals last year in an upset win. Now, the question is, will Flacco have a short lease if the offense sputters like it did against the Ravens against the Browns this Sunday? Here's what head coach Robert Sala had to say about that situation. No, there's no serious change to, to make a change with uh, Joe. It's one game, uh, played a really good defense. I know the quarterback, he gets celebrated and, and all the negativity too, the positives and the negatives, but there are a lot of things that we as a team could have done to help him out a lot uh, during the game too. So we'll give it another run and, and I think Joe will be a lot better. No, the, Joe's our quarterback. We're focusing on Cleveland, just trying to get through this one and, uh, and then we'll see what happens. Hey, Coach, I don't like how you said that. Just trying to get through this one. Listen, not, Andy <laughs> that's, my, that's my guy. Andy I, I, we don't need to get through this. We need to try. We need to get this win. Now, Zach Wilson humble to practice today for the first time since he hurt his knee in August. And this is the first step of Zach Wilson returning to game action in the timeline that Coach Robert Sala gave of week four versus the Pittsburgh Steelers to be the earliest the quarterback could potentially return. Omar Kelly. Should Robert Sala maybe consider a change if the offense does sputter like it did versus the Baltimore Ravens? I believe they started the game like 0-8 on third down to start the game or something like that. It, it, it's the story. Understand, I, I'm a Joe Flacco fan. I, I wanted the Dolphins to draft him in 2008. I, I, I supported and rode the Joe Flacco train when he won a Super Bowl championship. However, it's probably been three years since he's been done. He's I think he's like three and 19 in his last 23 games or something. He like that. is overcooked. Um, I, I, he looked good during camp, man. The nah, arm strength, bro. There. That's I what, was... uh, listen, I, I got catfish once by Jay Cutler. <laughs> let me let me share the catfish. So you're with saying Joe, Joe Flacco catfish? Yes, I got catfish once by Jay Cutler. The Dolphins lost Ryan Tannehill to begin the season, and Adam Gase, who who scared to coach anybody uh, that that isn't his buddy, um basically told the team you got to we got to go out there and pay 10 million dollars for me to get Jay Cutler to say Matt the Moore had ball the year Matt before Boy, yeah, took yeah, to the tell, tell, but so Matt Moore to Adam Gates Matt Moore wasn't coachable because he didn't do exactly what I said how I said it when I said but he led your team to the playoffs yes because Matt go freelance but he and, led your team to the playoffs yes, and Adam <laughs> Gates wasn't with it so you know I, I was a Matt Moore supporter but then when Jay Cutler got there Jay Cutler killed it in practice we're good, huh? Oh, my goodness. He was balling. That arm <laughs> was live. He threw balls into tight windows. You know what? And I was like, dang, damn, this guy is so good. How <laughs> did he not just, how did his career not take off? Yeah. Look at this arm. Look at this ability. Then, then, game day then game. the games arrived. <laughs> and he got hit. Then all of a sudden, he started playing hot potato with the ball to avoid getting hit. Avoid contact. If he saw the rush, that ball was coming out of his hand. Mm. And I was like, man, and, and it got to the point so bad. He broke his ribs during the season. Yeah. And then after he broke his ribs, it got even worse. <laughs> and to the point where he didn't even play in the final game. Of the yeah, season. I remember that. He quit. He quit on the team. And, and listen, remember he had a booth job and decided to come out of retirement. Yes, that's correct. He <laughs> did have a booth job and came out of retirement for the Dolphins well, or $10 million because he, he was just cashing a check. No question. But my point is there's a point of no, uh, no return for, for quarterbacks. Joe Flacco is a backup in the NFL. And truthfully speaking, if you need him to start five games, you're going to lose five games. Damn. So they got no shot. You saying none, zero. Sandy, what do you think about this? Do you think that Joe uh, Flacco should have a short lease on Sunday and, 
if the offense sputters <sighs> like it did in week one, maybe the team should go to Mike White. Yeah, I, I'd have been with the Mike White. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen a, a lot of the young receivers said that, um, you know, he's a vet and, like, a lot of his balls are easy to catch. And yeah, he, throws he knows, like, pass. yeah, he knows when to throw a certain ball in certain times of the game, right? Goal line, you know, he'll throw it hard and low, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or like, um, um, when you got a guy beat bad, instead of trying to force it in there, give him a, a softer ball so you just catch it. But I, he can't play. Like, let's let's just you know, let's just break it down. I, I, if I was a gambler, right, and I was a betting man, whatever team he plays for, I'm betting against that team. So you you taking the Browns this week? Every week, every week that he's at quarterback, I watch him. He can't throw. He doesn't like the pressure. About Flacco, yeah. Flacco. Yeah, yeah. He's come on, man. You know, and I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say this. Like, I, well, I got a corporate job. Let me not say that. But uh, say it, it's say it. it's this it's line, sad man. how a player like like Joe Flacco still gets opportunities in this league. Wow. And a and a guy like Cam Newton can't. Mm. It's crazy. It's mind blowing. I give you that. Well, the thing with Cam Newton, they said the issue with Cam Newton is his personality is so big. And people have asked, does he true? Could he truly be a backup? Is he willing to be a backup? Uh, well, every situation, every situation is a backup. Like, yo, we'll let you come play if our quarterback's hurt. It's not like yo, come play for a team because we we can't be the guy. Has he come out and said he's willing to do? Come on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he said. They don't ask these questions about guys like Joe Flacco. They only ask these questions about the black quarterback. Colin mm. Kaepernick, Cam Newton. I've only I've only heard. Oh, will he accept the backup job? You're right. But, like, <laughs> when when did they ask that about about uh, Joe Burrow? I mean, not Joe I Burrow. Can't say uh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, um, when Joe they asked about Joe Flacco uh, or 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 uh, Andy Dalton? Have you ever oh, heard them ask Andy Dalton? No, 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 no. Dalton, Dalton's better than Kaepernick. Hold up, Andy Dalton's better than Kaepernick. Let's keep it real. Kaepernick and, and Joe Joe Flacco's probably a better matchup. Kaepernick's probably better than him by a little bit. He's probably better because he, he can run. He was just saying for that tier of quarterback is what he's saying. Like you never hear them say. I mean, because because like like certain situations, you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Flacco. No, look, I'm not starting. I am not starting. <laughs> so we don't have to talk about it. But, but, but you ask Cap. Cap's like, yo, I'll come in there and be and be the backup, but I want to start eventually. He said that. He did. Yes. I don't want to be here long. Yeah. So like those. People don't ever want to talk about that. Like, Joe Flacco's not having that conversation. Ain't no buts. I'm a backup. You didn't think Andy Dalton had that attitude in Chicago? Andy Dalton was like, yeah, you drafted a rookie in the first round, but this is still my team when he he started. And where's Andy Dalton this year? What's what's wrong wrong, wrong with that? Oh, what's wrong with that, though? Oh, because, like, for for example, like, like Trubisky, right? Like, all right, they pay him, but they all know he's not that good, but they all know that their quarterback for the future is going to be Kenny Pickett. But right okay. now we got a real rookie. Learn from him. That happens all the time. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, but for you to have that attitude that you know this this is you know uh, open competition, fair fair battles. You know I I'm I'm yet to see a real legitimate NFL competition. I think Geno Smith and 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 Drew Locke was like the only one this training camp. Yeah, that might I mean be. those are like two two good backups going at it. Like who hits harder? What backup is <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> but 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 so I didn't like that Andy Dalton. Like Andy Dalton's he's he's better than Kaepernick, right? 
Yeah. Guys? Okay. Maybe. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. What are you doing when okay. he was a, uh, when I mean, starter for uh, Dallas? I mean, I was going to say Kaepernick's won a few playoff games, well, yeah. and Dalton's never won. Whoa, 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 Stop it. That's not, we're not going to get in the weeds. We're not going to do this, Shady. Come on, bro. Like, 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 like we're not going to do this. Weeds. I'm just saying, like, with that defense, you can't, like, yeah, take that game, huh? I'm sorry, Shady. Did Andy Dalton win in Dallas? Did Andy Dalton win in he Chicago? He went nowhere else. He ain't went nowhere. He yeah, won with Martin Lewis. But he had some solid. Oh, yes. I guess Martin Lewis is like, I mean, I. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm saying you out of control, bro. I'm just saying, you talking about Martin Lewis. Like, I just think that. Oh, my God. Andy Dawn has been serviceable. How about that? Can we use that word? I mean. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. Come on, bro. Yeah, Flacco is so yeah, yeah Flacco, I, I, you can't like he just yeah, so he's not he giving you nothing. He's trying to I, say I'm with you. Yo, I'm with you, Shady, on that. Any team that Flacco was playing for, I'm putting my money on the other team. Dang, I mean, why, it's just sad to say that like over 300 uh, Sunday. I, I doubt it. Oh it's, no, he not. If you yo, if you bet that, that'll be a crazy line in Vegas. Hey, but I bet if you hit it though, how crazy would it be, Shady? I might go buy. I am athlete. Literally, tonight. I'm about to go see <laughs> He said you can buy I Am Athlete <laughs> This is I Am Athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Omar Kelly. We were talking about how Robert Sala said uh, Joe Flacco won't be on the short lease versus the Cleveland Browns. We head to another AFC North team, right? And that is the Pittsburgh Steelers, who snuck away with a win Sunday versus Cincinnati Bengals, even though their defense had five turnovers. Now, Mr. Trubisky says the Steelers need to have a killer instinct. After the Steelers scored only 17 points off of five turnovers in the wild overtime, overtime win against the Bengals in week one, quarterback Mitch Trubisky said Wednesday he and his unit have to be more aggressive. This is what Mitch had to say. Uh, when our, your defense playing that well and they're getting turnovers, you just want to take care of the football. But we got to have that killer mindset, uh, aggressive mentality to really take teams out of the game and just not allow them to uh, keep it close. So uh, I was proud of the way we took care of the football, but you got to have that aggressive mentality to, uh, to score points. And it's it's not just the calls. It's got to be everybody on the field. Uh, it's got to be a player's mindset. Uh, Mitch, duh. There's no way in hell you get five turnovers and barely win the game. And Literally, you guys really only won the game because they had a new snapper. Um, and then Mika Fitzpatrick had a hell of a play bl- blocking the, you know, extra point. But this should have been a blowout, Omar Kelly. Like, you know, Shady, every time, you know, we have these meetings on Wednesday when they you get ready to prepare for the opponent, right? The coach puts up the, you know, turnover margin thing, right? If you're plus one, you know, you 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 can win the game, you know, 60% of the chance you win it. Plus two, it's like 70%. Plus three, it's like 80%. When you get them five turnovers on Mark Kelly, the game shouldn't even be damn close, right? And I think that's also something, before I go to you, Omar, something to look at, uh, Shady and Omar, because if you look at what happened in week one, right, I think that the, the common theme is if you can't score at least 21 to 24 points, that's been you're not going to win the game. 24 Look, points at, look at the Buffalo double. Bills game. Yeah. How many turnovers did the, the Rams get, right? Look at the Tennessee Titans and, and the Giants game, right? I believe they won the turnover margin there and still lost because they didn't score 21 points. Look at this Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. Uh, Pittsburgh stuck away with a win, but they barely scored. Uh, did they score 21 points? I don't even know if they scored 21 points in that game. But, um, yeah, they scored. I think they scored 21 exactly. But Omar Kelly, what what do you think about Mitch Trubisky's comments? Yeah, um, they got to get a killer mentality. Didn't didn't your coach Mike Tomlin buy everybody some black Air Force Ones? 
<laughs> they didn't didn't you know uh, for those who do not know uh, in the creep walk <laughs> in the in the urban community black air force ones who who wears black air force ones i've never owned a pair of black air force uh, ones I, I do i still do you still do <laughs> listen i wear white forces and black forces are you out here lurking with the black forces on shady i'm, so, I'm just swagging <laughs> black air force represents killers and <laughs> criminals and thugs and wow. if in in the community I'm from, if you had some black air forces on, you was that killer. You was you was <laughs> out here doing some dangerous stuff. Am I wrong, dudes? I say I have the only dude. Yeah, I've only known a few dudes to to, to, to rock some where, black. Where, and, 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 and where you from? And where you from again? I'm from Carroll City. Sounds dangerous, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in uh, Harrisburg. Harrisburg, Philadelphia, whatever you want to call it. Listen. We weren't we weren't white forces. We weren't black forces. We yeah, just looking fly. We weren't white. We I ain't know too many dudes that were black. Yeah, yeah and we weren't and we weren't Tim's. Like I'm saying that's what we doing. <laughs> wear them yeah, yeah, y'all y'all a forces city though. That's that's, that's a little right. Bit, that's yeah, right. We ain't wear a lot. Every lot of dudes wear forces. Yeah, they wear forces. This this is mm, like that's like California where they wear chucks. This <laughs> you know they, they I guess y'all rocking the black air, air forces and, and where I'm from. If you wore black air forces, you was out there robbing somebody. Yeah, but Shady, what do, you, what do you think about Mitch Trubisky's comments? I mean, obviously, you know, your offense has to be a little bit more aggressive and put up more points when your defense is getting you five turnovers and the defense gave gave you seven points, Bro. too. Because Mika Fitzpatrick, you know, I'm, I'm going to be three. honest. You, you can't even go like, so after the game, are you really that excited about this win? If you're on the offense? <laughs> it's your first game, Shady. You got you to gotta work off a little bit of this rust, right? No, but, but see, this is my thing. It's like, I'm not even talking about this like drop pass, miss block, a miss run read, a miss pass read, not stuff like that. Yeah. Fumbles, picks, like all that is like bad. That's, that's, we had this coordinator, he, he would call it Harry High School bullcrap. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm not saying you got to be lights out, you know, third down, you got to be 80%. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying play solid football. That's all. Protect the ball. You know, no, 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 not too many picks. How many turnovers they had, Beast or, or Deuce? They had, uh, you talking about Cincinnati? Cincinnati had yes. five turnovers, bro. The game should be over. Five turnovers? It should have been over in the yeah. first half. <laughs> you know, you, you, it's like you, you got to try to do that. Like, even on Madden. <laughs> it's hard to do that on Seriously, Madden. Seriously, though. So, the, it should have been blowout. Easily. It shouldn't have even been close. Oh, my Kelly, I asked you this question. You know, Mitch came out and said they need to be, you know, have that, that killer instinct. Do you think Mitch Trubisky finishes the season as a starting quarterback for Pittsburgh? Uh, I think so. And the uh, reason I think so is because as long as, he get, <laughs> as long as he gives you a chance to win uh, and the best chance to win, Mike Tomlin's going to ride with you. I mean, keep in mind, he is a team captain. And that was voted Ooh. on by his peers. So clearly they got some respect for the man. And if you know the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers are an organization that does everything the right way. And despite what's sure. been going on for the last decade, how do you properly cook a quarterback? You slow roast him by let, letting him sit and watch for a season. Mm. That's true. That's, that's the way to do it right. That's now, but I, I, I agree with you. I agree with that. Yeah, everybody want to put him in the microwave, <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, "I don't know if this is tasting right." Yeah. yeah, no, sit him, let him watch, let him learn. If play him in an emergency situation, but the right way to cook him is to sit him and let him watch, yeah. and that's what they're doing with their pit quarterback. 
I think that makes sense, but also you got to understand uh, to Shady's point, and he's talked about this. He thinks that Pickett will start probably mm, yeah. in like seven. Well, no, 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 no. I, I hope. I hope he starts. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh is struggling if that's the yes, case. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, exactly but what it's going to be. Shady, we, we made this point. Kenny Pickett isn't a regular rookie, right? This dude's 25 years old, right? He's played a lot of football at the University of Pittsburgh. He's a little bit no more seasoned, as you would say, yeah. Omar Kelly. He's roasted a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They put him in that air fryer, let him cook slow. Uh, or, or crock pot is what yeah, we would say. Put him you in the crock pot. You'll cook nothing in the air so, fryer. I mean, he so. looked really good in preseason. My thing is, if you're Mike Tomlin, right, and say they, you know, week seven comes around and they're four and three, but it's games like we saw Sunday versus the Bengals where the defense is playing out of its mind, which I don't know how that's going to be possible without T.J. Watt. Looks like he's going to be out for at least minimum six weeks, right? If they're able to play at that same level on defense. I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick right now, like he was a few years ago, is, is, is going to be up for player, mm-hmm. a defensive player of the year if he keeps playing like he's playing now. But that pass rush is what's suffocating the quarterbacks, right? And now not having Watt there, it's going to take a hit. But say they win four out of seven games, but it's, you know, just like how it was Sunday and it's they skin by. Maybe they do go to the young guy because he gives them a lift on offense. And even though Mr. Trubisky can run a little bit, so can Kenny Pickett. I know you've said this multiple times, Shady, that, you know, you think he's a, a up-and-coming Joe Burrow as far as his game, right? You think he can run a little bit better than Joe. He has commanded offense, has a pretty good arm. So it'll be interesting to see what, you know, Mike Tomlin does um, if the, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers offense continues to struggle because that offensive line is bad for them. We knew it was bad going into yeah, the season. Yeah, you but did. Hopefully, you know, they get some more continuity as the season goes on and they can gel a little bit better. It's time for us to make some picks for this coming uh, week two NFL season. We'll give you our locks. when We come back. This is Shady segment, right? The gambling man will give you our picks for week two locks when we return on I Am Athlete tonight here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. I Am Athlete tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.